Hey, Gunnam Faithful. It's Windallion, and we are back with the Cowboy Bebop spoiler episode. I know it's been a while since we've been on. Um, Anime Club kind of took a hiatus, but uh, we are coming back, and I want to uh, introduce the rest of the roundtable while uh, I've got your attention with the opening for Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Val, reintroduce yourself. Hello, I'm Val. Um, first of all, I absolutely love, I, I wasn't expecting to hear the theme tune to Cowboy Bebop. I think we should have that going forwards for everything that we do. <laughs> um, so I'm 31 years old. Um, I've been watching anime for on and off for about 12 years, but in honesty, most of my real anime watching has come in the last two, um, favorite genre is romance um, and my name bow comes from the um film battle angel alita and where are you located on it to bow oh and i'm located in london well just outside of london in england all right awesome miku hey i'm miku uh i'm 30 uh, i've been watching anime since i was like what six there you Basically go. non-stop, going through starting anime clubs in all my schools and things like that. Uh, I don't really have a favourite genre. I'll watch basically anything. Um, but yeah, my name is based on the fact that when I was signing up for this game, uh, I had just finished watching Quintessential Quintuplets and Miku is best girl. Mm. There you go. That's easy enough. <laughs> <to have. laughs> How about yeah, you? I, I'm in uh, Newcastle, also in England, so... Oh, all right. So I'm already outnumbered. Uh, Roar? Hi, I'm Roar. So you guys would have seen me if you were in our Discord. We like to talk a lot, and that's probably why I'm called Roar, because I like to talk a lot. Um, I am about 600 years old, and I've got about that much anime watching under my belt. I have punched a lot of anime, like Miku. I um, started really young and watched a lot of content. I don't really have a favorite genre um, except for I'd probably, if I had the choice between what to watch, I'd probably watch Isekai, um, which is other world stuff. Um, Apart from that, that's about it. How about you, Wind? Oh, sorry. I'm I'm Australian, but I'm now currently located in uh, London. Oh, wow. I guess I need to move. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm Wind and uh, 51 years old. Uh, been watching anime ever uh, since I could sit up on my own and watch car- Saturday morning cartoons, uh, not realizing that Speed Racer was an anime at the time. So, um, <laughs> so favorite genre probably anything sci-fi fantasy. Um, I, not that I don't enjoy others, but uh, if you made me pick one, that's probably it. Um, and uh, I got my name um, Wendalian, um from a old. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons character, uh, a character that I actually thought was going to be a failed one because his stats were so low and then ended up being one of the, my uh, favorite characters I ever played. So, um, that's it. Um, so, um, that's us. That's the round table, so to speak. Um, so before we get into the actual, uh, spoilers for Cowboy Bebop, let's talk a little bit about, 
the update for the Gunnam Anime Club and kind of where we're going with it. So, um, first of all, what's changing? Um, I, I think that we have decided now that we're going to do a um, a 10-star rating instead of a 5. Uh, some people were finding that limiting. So I think that we are going to change that. We're going to try to keep the shows to, uh, I would say, a half hour. You guys agree with that? Yeah, we'd aim for half hour. May eventually reach 45 minutes for some episodes. It's um, I, and, and the reason for that is um, most people, when they're listening to podcasts, unless it's a... Um, you know, more professionally done thing, their attention span maybe isn't quite as long. So, um, you know, trying to do that for you guys, because we could probably go on for hours. And, um, and so you guys wanted to talk a little bit about how we're choosing shows for the club to watch roar. Yeah. So, um, we've done polls in the past, but the issue with polls is that people want to vote at different times because we're global, obviously. So if you can make a submission to any one of us, we'd probably prefer it to be me. Um, I'll add them to the list of animes to watch. And what we'll do is we'll choose one prior to, and then we'll try to get into that. We also want to look at some newer content as well, rather than some old stuff. So keep, keep, if you're watching a new seasonal anime that's just recently been dropped, uh, feel free to send that through as a submission. And do we have a, um, a specific uh, day of the month that we're going to plan on the Anime Club formally meeting in, uh, in Gunham? Um, that's probably more of a bow question, but my understanding is probably weekends just because people are more available. Okay. So, so yeah, we're still, we're still looking at Sundays, um, probably once a month, although that may be subject to change depending on... Um, how much you guys want to hear us, so to speak. So, so yeah, I know it'll be once a month kind of thing. Um, when we record an episode, we will be saying during that episode what the next show we're watching is. Um, so, so, so give us suggestions throughout the month. Doesn't matter when. When we record, we'll tell you what the next episode, uh, what the next series we're going to be reviewing is. So then um, after we get a hard date decided, that'll be issued to the Anime Club members um, out on Discord. Perfect. Yep. Okay. And the last piece is if you're watching this on YouTube, we will be adding a link for you to join our Discord if you want to take part of this in the future. All right. Um, and we prior to this, what we did was we actually did a live recording with Anime Club we didn't have a, a whole lot of people that wanted to um, speak on voice, but, um, you know, we had people that would gather and they would they would vote in real time. And then and we tried to keep things spoiler-free during that, and then um, the roundtable would release a spoiler-rich version uh, two weeks later. That's kind of going away. Uh, what we're planning on doing now is the roundtable actually getting together and recording and um, then and, and rating it as far as what we think it deserves. And then the following week, then getting together to do the interactive anime club. Uh, everything will be, everything that we're going to talk about is going to be uh, spoiler rich though. And that is because um, we've decided that since we've put it out there, what we're going to be talking about and what we want everybody to watch to discuss, 
uh, at that point, everybody who's who's there should know the spoilers. Um, uh, any comments on that? No, spot on. And um, and then um, the the other thing is when we're doing the the interactive uh, session with Anime Club, uh, I'd like to see um, if if we have uh, a particular uh, person or persons that uh, have uh, interesting views on this to actually uh, get them on and uh, and record with the roundtable kind of as a incentive to get people in. But, um, you know, again, there'll be more to come on that sort of thing once we once we firm up some details. So uh, anything else that we need to talk about for the updates? Nope, let's dive in. All right. So uh, Cowboy Bebop. Um, we, we did our, uh, spoiler free episode and, um, I think what, what I was going to do was, uh, to remind everybody uh, about the scores that were given in each category. But I think as we, and I was going to do that up front, but I think I'll do it uh, as we hit each category. So Cowboy Bebop, it's a, uh, 26 episode, what they call sessions, um, uh, series. There was a movie that uh, took place between uh, a couple of the later sessions. I thought it was 22 and 23. Uh, Mickey, you said um, it, between 24 and 25. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, I think it's 24 and 25 that the, the movie was between. Okay. Because certain characters are... I know it's 23 and 24. That was it, because of certain characters who are still in the movie, which oh. wouldn't be after 24. Okay. Um, so the overall uh, premise of the show is that, um, you know, it's the future. Space travel is pretty commonplace. They have something called hyperspace gateways. One of those gateways near Earth failed, which caused a uh, catastrophe on Earth, and uh, humanity started expanding to other planets, specifically Mars. And uh, as crime syndicates also moved out, uh, to those planets, the police legalized bounty hunters uh, called cowboys. And our uh, protags run around in an old fishing ship called the Bebop. So that's where the show gets its name. They're cowboys and the Bebop. And uh, this is kind of uh, about their um, adventures. So um, let's um, let's talk about, first of all, artwork. Um so, Bal, uh, before, actually, I guess I need to give the old ratings. Um, in the previous episode, Mickey rated it a four, Roar a four, Bal rated it a two, I rated it a four. And uh, so the overall average was a 3.5. Again, this is the five, the old five scale, not the 10 scale that we're going to. So uh, Mickey said it was good space tech. Um, character designs were okay. The, des- the design of the show looked very lived in. Uh, Roar said that uh, didn't like it much at first, but it grew on him. And um, and he gave it a uh, four over a three, uh, citing that uh, it was pretty strong for how old it was. And Bal mentioned it was badly drawn. Uh, generic characters looked to kind of cookie cutter for him. Um, and he specifically mentioned the, uh, th- the three drunks, uh, that were, that showed up, uh, in a few episodes. 
And then I said I agreed that uh, the char- some of the character designs looked cookie cutter, but um, that it also uh, that that uh, that there was reason for the characters to look like that. Um, I like the spaceship artwork. Um, the three buddies kind of looked like the cabbage merchants in or the cabbage merchant in Avatar. And I thought that the character designs told a tale of their own, even without knowing anything about the characters. So, um, all right. That's uh, the synopsis from last episode. Bal? But really, yeah, that that was pretty much what my thoughts were with regards to the artwork. Now, unlike the rest of you, I, I struggled to get into the anime. So, unlike Roar, I don't. It, I didn't let it grow on me, so to speak. Um, I'm, I'm also not particularly forgiven to things being old. Um, I, I judge it based on. Yeah, when thanks I'm for that. It, so I'm what? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Wynn. This is why I no longer like you. <laughs> um, no, so for me, I watched it for the first time, 2020. Um, I didn't finish it because of it really wasn't my cup of tea. Um, and the artwork, it was distracting. Um, so for me, the age of it, I couldn't, I didn't really want to forgive it for it. So and now obviously if we were doing, going along the 10, 10 ratings, uh, the 10, uh, 10 star system, then I would be giving it a five. Obviously I rounded down for the five star to a two. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, I can understand why it looked the way it did, but obviously, when you, if you're rating something, I've got to rate it fairly against other things that I've watched in the same year, which meant that it came quite low on the list. I'm just going to slide right into this DM and just interject here. I don't have much to add to artwork, just double all my numbers. Um, Bal, you watched it in Japanese, and that was my issue. I watched it in Japanese for the first three episodes and didn't like it. And then I think it was Miku who said switch to English, and I did. And it was much better. I I think the issue is, though, is that that's not going to affect his enjoyment of the artwork. Yeah, but the, the whole thing is distracting. So that's the thing. As soon as you watch it in English, it's much more engaging. You're able to actually enjoy the artwork and the details in the background. It's no longer all-encompass distracting, and that's what I found, which I found it more engaging. So, yeah. Okay. I, I kind of understand what you mean by that as well, because usually, and we've discussed this in, at length before, but I don't like watching things dubbed in English most of the time. I prefer watching in Japanese and reading the subtitles. And, yeah, mm. to an extent not like in the artwork i'm trying to focus on what they're saying and things such as that and it's it kind of took me out of the anime itself and took me out of the world they was meant to be and made Mm. and i would tend to agree so i'm i'm more of a sub guy i never watched dub and i did it on this occasion and they absolutely nailed it and so you can actually see the details in the background you can see what's going on you can see the depth that they've gone to for the artwork to like make it look lived in. I think the only downfall is that every single planet looks almost lived in, like too lived in, too old. But um, I suppose that's what happens when you have colonies, right? Mm. 
So I think it's pretty accurate. So I'd, I'd probably push mine up to like a eight. It's not a nine, but it definitely would be an eight. On falling on from Rory's comments there, I actually think there is a difference between uh, between worlds in a lot of cases. Of like, um, you can tell when a world is like been kind of uh, a colony has been kind of forgotten and isn't as seen as being useful. Uh, so like, the initial place Tijuana is quite run down. But then when you get onto Mars, there are sections mm. that are run down, but it also has these sort of like large skyscrapers and it, it looks very fancy and industrialized in the areas that obviously rich people are dealing with. Mm. And then you have the contrast to how Earth looks. Which is Earth then again is also realistic. Destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Which is also realistic because they're dealing with criminals. They're cowboys, as you're saying, chasing their bounty hunters called cowboys, chasing people who are usually in derelict areas because they're hiding out apart from when they're dealing with the syndicates, which then are going to be in like the super classy areas because they're the rich crims, right? Uh, I'm going to. Sorry. Sorry, I do apologize. I'm going to say one of the areas where, and I kind of agree with what Rory's saying as well to an extent, because even in areas where it was new with the skyscrapers, skyscrapers and things such as that um and like you had the casino episode and and that although you were in areas that looked that maybe looked new the camera style was very old school grainy so it makes things that even though they're they're drawn to be new that still makes them look older than they are okay which which kind of again it kind of took me out of the world because you sometimes it's like watching an old an old black and white movie. So yeah, your issue is again that it is an old show, not that anything to do with the actual art of the show itself at that point. Mm. Yeah, the, the way they recorded it was to be grainy. It was kind of to get it into that style of the jazz and all of that side of it. Um, so you kind of, even when they designed things to be new, they designed it so that it was a new design, but on a grainy picture. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it, it does look nicer than a bunch of contemporary shows. Which mm. is one of the things, um, and the one as I was going to say, sorry, was one of the few times you see the properly nice areas is actually in um, Cowboy Funk, one of the later episodes, because they're specifically after a guy whose entire thing is he blows up large buildings to send a, a message to the corporate overlords, sort of thing. And so you end up with like you're tracking and down in buildings that are obviously much fancier, much nicer in areas that you wouldn't normally see in their cur- in their normal. Let's go catch a criminal who's on who's on the run, sort of escapades. Yeah, Bal wouldn't have seen that one. Um, that was no, a much later episode, towards the end, right? I mean, in the twenties. Yeah, it's twenty-two, I think. So yeah, my takeaway for Bell is go back and watch it in English, but you'll you'll thank you'll thank us. Give it a go. Give it four episodes in English and tell me what you think. Yeah, but not the same four episodes. No, uh, no, the next one. Yeah, go go to the next four uh, because otherwise you're still going to be hyper focused on the things that you didn't like already. Hmm. I can understand that. Okay, so um, I. Rated it at, so, Miku. Then on a ten scale, you rated it a four on a five scale. What would you give the artwork? It's, it's an, eight. an it, eight. The artwork's an eight. I think I think the artwork's an eight mainly for the 
mechanical designs more than the actual character designs, but the character designs kind of they show what a character's meant to be about. They're designed to allow you to get the gist of a character of the main characters quickly, but they're not um, fantastic. Whereas I think the designs of like the planets and the stations and the like tech is really good. Hmm. So um, I also gave it a four, and uh, I I thought the artwork um, was actually very good. I liked the tech, um, and uh, this is uh, I really really enjoyed the character designs because, uh, and this is this is something that I, I when Bal was telling me that you know everything looks so cookie cutter and everything, I kind of agree with that, but. Uh, he took it kind of down the the negative path, but I think when you look at Spike and how tall he is and long limbed, you you get a sense of how he's his fighting style is going to look even before he fights Jet the same way. Um, cool. When you when you see Faye, you look at uh, Faye Valentine's face, and you see how elongated her eyes are, you know she's not somebody to be trusted just by small details like that. Uh, when you finally get to meet Vicious, um, he, you know he's not going to be a good guy <laughs> just by looking at his character. And I think that's I think that's a really uh, brilliantly done job on artwork. Vultures, when that happens. Is, vultures yeah. as pets also add to that. Well, uh, yes, yeah. that sort of air. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they so, should have named him Sephiroth, though. But you know, whatever. <laughs> So uh, that's why I you know, I rated it as I did. Um, not that there isn't cleaner artwork out there. Not that there isn't you know even better drawn things. It, but the but what they put out there for me to consume really told a story to me, and that's why I rated it like I did. So, um, so are you going to an eight or on the on the ten scale? Or are you just doubling your rating, or are you going higher or lower? Than I'm I'm going an eight. Yeah. So um, I think it's aged well. I think that's the thing that it, like this was produced in the early two thousand, I think, like two thousand and one. And considering how anime is produced these days, I think it's aged really well. And in another fifty years, it will still be awesome. I believe it was like nineteen ninety eight, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was nineteen ninety eight. There you go. Um, but the other one is that there's been a sh- there's there's a whole thing where there are shows that are trying to evoke a similar feeling to this that are now aiming for the aesthetic that this show had because of the time mm. it was made. So like people are purposefully aging their production to try and invoke so the feeling feel. that this sort of artwork gives you. Yeah. Uh, actually, you're both right. Um, if, if I'm remembering correctly... It was original air dated late in 98, but the English uh, air date was mm. uh, late 2001. Sure. Mm. So. Okay, so. Um, with, the, uh, with the artwork, I'm just going to mention something I think was particularly great about it, um, which is why it ranks so highly, highly despite the age look, if you don't like that, is... Something that the old Star Wars did pretty well but not great was the world building of it, like having the different styles of worlds and those kind of things. And I think that that's pretty hard to do because you have to be quite imaginative with what's going on with that. I think they did do that pretty well with some some planets being super derelict and other ones being like semi 
built up and I think, and then other like space stations, which are destroyed. And they did really well with like changing up the content of the artwork instead of just having, Hey, look, here's another Tatooine, um, Tatooine, you know, desert planet, because that's the easiest to film in. Um, they, they did well with that, with the artwork piece. And that's why I ranked it an eight. And we all know the superior desert planet is Dune anyway. so all right let's um let's move on to um the next category which is music and do you guys want me to to do the synopsis or am i robbing you of all your talking points uh i reckon just i think if you just give people's ratings okay so yeah so roar uh rated the music a three bal a three i rated it a five as did miku so roar um, I'm bumping it up. Okay. Um, so I, there, there is an episode in when I did it first. I only watched the like minimum three episodes, and there is like some just really disjointing battle music in the very beginning. But as you get through to it, um, this is one of those animes where you should probably opt to watch the intro outro um, and the in the in between the action scene music. They fit the jazz in really really well later on in the seasons. Um, and so I'm going to actually say probably a seven. It doesn't quite push an eight for me um, just because it always wasn't perfectly smooth, but some of the pieces that they have are just awesome, like the intro into this. So I'm going to, I'm going to rate this one a seven. All right. Um, yeah. You said, you said before that it wasn't always, the jazz wasn't always contextual. So, uh, you know, hmm. yeah. So, but uh, you liked it better as it went. Oh yeah, I think it really built into it, and it pushes almost an eight, um, just because the pieces that it does do well are really great, and I think jazz is one of those things that's super hard to really nail, and so I think they've done a really good job. I think there's a bit of blues and some other stuff in there as well. They do good. Okay, Bal, you rated it a three. Yeah, I would be sticking with. Um, so I would be giving it a six. Um, that one isn't going to change for myself. Uh, in honesty, I still, as much as I love the intro music, I still don't think it particularly well suits the show. Um, I think it's a beautiful piece. Just it, it much suits a cop thriller than it does cowboys in space. So what about the, what about the outro, a real folk blues? Uh, the outro I think is very good. Um, but again, I've seen a lot less than you and I know that it, from what I've heard that it does improve as you go through so obviously take my rating with a little bit of a pinch of salt being that it's a six um or, or but... maybe we could just skip you like you skip the, f- the future episodes <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah in, in honesty um from what i saw i watched the first seven episodes I, I wouldn't be giving it any more than a six but i have been told that there are episodes where it really does pop and it does shine the problem I found with it is I was quite often noticing the music in a bad way. So mm. it wasn't fitting in with what I was watching, which for me is a big, I'd, I'd rather not notice it than notice it. Um, when they get it right, they do get it right really well. Uh, there's a particular fight scene. I think it's in episode two um, where he's fighting around tables and over tables and the music there actually works really well. Um, but other areas i just i was focusing on where the music wasn't matching up to what i was seeing and it was just quite jarring so but 
hit and miss, but I think a six, it was average. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't brilliant. Um, although I think there are some brilliant songs in there. They just didn't necessarily fit with what I was seeing. All right. Um, it, it, I voted third last time. So um, obviously I think Tank and Real Folk Blues are uh, some of the best intro outro music that's ever been put to anime. Uh, and I also didn't think that the that the jazz sequences necessarily faded into the background while I was watching the show, but I enjoyed them. And I didn't think they were, um, I didn't think that they took away from the scenes. And uh, I, I just feel like that um, even when they didn't maybe perfectly match, it was, it was still enjoyable to listen to. Um, so I rated it a five. I'm going to a nine. Miku? Uh, I'm also going to a nine, but my, my thoughts on it are about the fact that the music in it is really good for setting this, uh, for setting the tone in like the episodes where they, where they switch up completely. Such as in the black exploitation episode, Mushroom Samba, where everything sort of changes, and you get this sort of like the correct soundtrack to evoke that style of movie to change or to change how you're feeling about what's happening, and it becomes quite trippy. For for the record, or, Mushroom Samba is one of my favorite episodes. Or the like switch to like a more subdued horror soundtrack for Piero LeFou, and just uh Yoko Kano's ability to like pull together all of these genres to like set the scene for different episodes and in fact in a lot of cases propel the episodes is what I really like about the soundtrack. Like leaving aside the fact that the opening and it in it the opening and ending songs are maybe two of the best that have ever been used in an anime. But I, I I do agree that some of the jazz, some of the jazz things of like early episodes seem a bit out of place before they get the hang of what they're doing, which is why I'm not going to be on a ten for it. But but it got I better. think the the ability for the music to set the scenes once you get to the, into the second half where you start getting darker, more serious episodes, and then having to switch the tone via the music for the sort of silly "let's have a palate cleanser" episode. yeah that's my that's all my thoughts okay so we had an average rating of a uh, four out of five before and looks like two nines a six and a seven now so um let's move on to um animation quality and i started that one um there there were a lot of uh, and i think uh, one of bal's issues with this was uh, a lot of uh, reused scenes. Uh, he mentioned, um, like, uh, when people were smoking that, um, you'd see the smoke rising in the exact same patterns over and over. And, um, I think that was uh, a cheat that was used an awful lot back then. I think it's still used today. I think that they've just gotten better at hiding it. And the, the other thing is that, uh, I think that the things um, that were the focus of action uh, were really well uh, animated and didn't so much use cheats like that. It was just some of the background things. So uh, I rated it a four. And Miku? 
you also had a four. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't think I need to go to an eight. I guess. Sorry. Go ahead. Sure, I'm going. To, I'm doing the same as you. I think my. I think the one that I'm doing differently is partially I'm rating grading on a curve for the fact that its animation quality was so good for when it came out as that sort of long running series. Uh, but yeah, I don't have much to add from where what you just said when that was most of my thoughts, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Roar? Yeah. I, I think you had yeah, a think th- Yeah, I think that was the um, the same for me. I think during at that time, it would have been amazing. But I actually think the point that Bao made about reusing the smoking, I think that actually adds to the storyline. The whole, like, derelict, derelict level of, you know, people are smoking because they're living in backwater towns where everyone's doing it because they've lost hope kind of thing and they don't care even though by that time, you know, 20, 50 or whatever it is, they're going to know the health benefits and to it. No, I, I think um, he meant that the same person smoking, it would just be the same pattern of smoke going upwards at all times. It would never change. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, I don't mind those kind of things that didn't really disjoin it for me. That all, like, added to the whole thing. Um, the only problem with the animation for me was actually just more of a mechanics thing. Bullets in space, guys, if you try to shoot another like spacecraft while it's flying around, wouldn't those bullets go forever? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no force really other than maybe gravity acting on That's them. That's right. So they, they're eventually all going to end up dead if they keep this amount of fighting going on. I know it's completely irre- irrelevant, but I thought about it. That's the only thing I thought about, not the smoke. It's, it's, it's the old uh, Dragon Ball Z, what happens to a beam when you fire it off into space? Yeah. Well, it keeps going till it hits something. Obviously, that's right. Oh well. <laughs> so maybe they need to think about those things with the animation that they explode after a certain amount, so we can protect some civilians I, on other planets. I, I thought that I was overthinking it when I made my. <laughs> well, you've just taken it to a brand new level, my friend. You were, but I know I tried to be you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's more of an issue with all sides. Like most sci-fi than anything else. Uh, I'm just raising it. I'm putting it out there. If you make a sci-fi in the future, maybe you should think about everything. That was, uh, (laughs) and uh, again, off topic, but uh, that's one of the reasons I loved Firefly so much. You didn't get sound in space. And when they fired a projectile weapon, it actually had to have atmosphere around it. Um, So, yeah, Mm. I like that. Okay, so uh, you're going to what, Roar? I reckon I'd rate it probably, you know, with the times, you're probably talking like an 8, 9. I'm going to rate, rate, rate it an 8 just because how long it's been. Um, this One of my issues with old anime is I generally think, oh, I'm not going to like the animation quality, and that usually holds me back from watching some older animes. Um, however, I think that this is one of the ones that once you start watching it, you're really surprised by how good it is. And you're like, okay, this is actually a decent anime. They've done really, really well with it. They haven't budgeted it. And that's probably why it's in the all-time favorites for a lot of people. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it as an eight. All right. And Bao, you rated it a two. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm being incredibly harsh <laughs> all of the time. Um, yeah, if I was rating it, uh, it's a four. Uh, it wouldn't change from my two. Uh if I was being polite, I might push it up to a five. 
it kind of goes with what my views were in the actual on the first uh on my first rating where everything kind of came together to make me feel like i was never watching uh, a story i was watching some people draw something and it just from beginning to end i was just noticing things that were bugging me so watching a fan and it was almost like watching something in five five fps five frames per second where you could see it clunkily moving around in real life you can't see that in most animes now because they're computer generated they move like a fan but knowing this it wasn't because it was again a, a lot of hand-drawn stuff you're seeing you're seeing that where it's been stitched together and everything that i was seeing was drawing me to that even the fight scenes i was i was seeing and it was almost like seeing a flip book rather than seeing a, a show um and so I'll be nice and I'll give it a five because of the age of it. But um, for me, it was really taking me out of what I was trying to watch. Again, maybe watching it in English where I can kind of not have to focus on what I'm reading while noticing these things might take me into the story a bit more. But um, but yeah, I'll be nice. I'll say a five. All right. So... Then that brings us to storyline and Val, you were up first with that rated at a two. Um, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I found that with the exception of one character, and again, I haven't met everyone. Uh, everyone was really unlikable. Therefore, <laughs> I didn't really care about the story. Like there were little things that bugged me about every character. So you've got Spike as a particular point in an episode i think i mentioned it last time where he swallows a cigarette yeah you got very uh, caught up on the single time he does that yes yes and it just drives me mad if i saw someone do that in real life i'd want to punch them in the face so i see someone in an anime doing it it's completely unnecessary and i just go i don't like you and therefore i don't really care about anything that you're doing but if you did that with spike he'd destroy you I like I like that with uh, the that that was the thing you're getting caught up on was like the Chekhov's gun to show for later when he like swallows the the item of importance to hide it. Yeah, I, <laughs> just oh, I I don't know. It just really bugged me. But it wasn't just him. I can't remember the the female's name. The first girl that comes into it, Faye Valentine. Faye Valentine. Yeah, she eats dog food and then mocks the dog. If you want me to hate you as a character, the first time I meet you, effectively, well done, because you've done it. Therefore, <laughs> I don't care what story you're telling me, I want you dead. I really, I, I genuinely hated the characters. Um, the tank was the only character that I felt had any semblance of not being a complete and utter dick. Well, uh, mission accomplished <laughs> was Spike then, right? Because he did die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoiler finally. yeah but this is supposed to be spoilers <laughs> finally i'm looking forward to that um yeah so i didn't know that i didn't actually know that spike died and now that i know it almost makes me like the anime a little bit more i mean <laughs> because it's someone that i hated that much it just drove me mad every little thing about him drove me mad and if you 
if you don't like the people you're watching, there's got to be someone that you like, someone that you're rooting for. And there was nobody. So the story for me, I just couldn't have cared less, if I'm honest. So your team becomes a what? uh, I'll go four. All right. Just because there was a story. You were next up. You rated it a four. Sure. Um, So there's a character section coming up next, right? I'm just checking. Uh, Yeah, character development's next. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so yeah, the story. I'm gonna just double my rating and then add one to go to nine because uh, it's interesting to me because the story is all about trying to get out of, like, effectively trying to get out of your the the life if you're in because of love that failing miserably and then having to deal with it coming back around over and over again, but it, like you just never being able to forget it, forget about it until eventually it destroys you. And I thought that was a really interesting... It's just such an interesting story with how it breaks down of, like, the tension between Spike and Vicious and, like, the stuff with the uh, the gangs and how all their lives are turned upside down by Spike falling in love initially. But yeah, I, I think it's a I think it's a nine for me. Spike didn't deserve love. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. Yeah, you haven't seen this show. <laughs> All right, so I I rated it a four. I'm just doubling to eight, and the the biggest reason that I had for um, the the storyline was uh, it was good, and there there was definitely progression on the 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 main story, but I didn't think there were um, enough episodes that lent themselves to moving that story arc along. So um, uh, while it, I never, I mean, first, first few episodes, yeah, you didn't get a lot of it. There was more of it later, but um, I, I thought that they maybe should have dedicated, you know, three more episodes or so to, um, moving the main story along. So um, while I enjoyed it a lot, um, going with an eight. And Roar, you rated it a four. Yes, I rated it a four. And I'm going to do, because character development, what did I rate character development? Because I'm going to do them together. Um, you didn't last time. You um, said, it, said it was too soon to assess. Yeah, you said it was too soon to assess it. All right, cool. So... I can now assess it because I've watched a little bit more. From a storyline perspective, I found that the storyline, and this is probably something that um, Bal would probably agree to, was a little bit disjointed. So as he's trying to come into it, you're like, what the hell's going on? Is this a bit ad ad hoc? There's too much like moving pieces for the storyline. Once you start to get the character development into it, you want to be like, I want to know more about these characters which makes you really hungry for like, you know, what happened to, you know, Spike's love interest and why did this dude lose his arm and what is the dog all about and all this kind of thing. And you really like want to know more about the characters and then that builds the storyline and that's really cool. And I like the way they did that. I suppose the only way they could really improve that is in the early on episodes is make the general storyline more appealing and more like 
fluid in the early episodes. I'm talking like the first five, but they do really well at tying it all like more into in the later episodes, which I did like. Um, characters. Now, Bal, you rated this low. Now you know why no one likes your D&D characters and why they always want to kill them because they're not likable. <laughs> yes, and... I agree with you, but the point is with my D&D character is that there's one unlikable character with five likable. So you've got the good with the bad. This doesn't have that. This has five unlikable characters. Well, I think, the, that, I think this is why I'm going to rate the character development piece really high is because these characters are real people. You know, they're not like in a harem situation in an isekai where they have, you know, amazing abilities and they've got the best wisdom whatsoever this is like real people who've made mistakes in their past and are trying to make amends for them who have people betray them who you know it's a dirty and gritty world and people are trying to get ahead and trying to survive which is the whole piece around them being starving all the time and they're great bounty hunters but they never have any money because it's just a tough world um so character development i'm going to rate like a nine story i'm going to rate a seven just because the beginning of it, it would be an eight, but because the beginning of it, um, or maybe even a nine, it'd be a nine, but because the beginning of the storyline is a little bit ad hoc, um, I'm going to rate it a little bit lower in this instance. So a seven. Okay. Um, so now we uh, will we'll move over to character development, and Roar, you started with that, so... Uh, you're saying a seven. Miku, you rated it a four on the five scale. Uh, I think uh, Roar gave it a nine for character development. Oh, I thought he said nine yeah, for story. Yeah, I gave it story. a nine. I thought you said nine for story. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven for story and a nine for uh, character development. I had him juxtaposed. Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, I think the character development is the single best part of the series. Hands down. Like, besides, obviously, the music, let's be honest. Um, but I quite like that every se- that all of the major characters have their own, ar- own separate arcs, mm. which I can see why that would take away from the story uh, feeling as cohesive for Roar. Because you have things like um, Faye's entire arc, where you sort of, like, she comes in and she doesn't trust anybody, like is obviously this sort of abrasive person, and then you sort of start to realise, well, that's because she doesn't even know who the hell she is. She's just, Mm. like, been woken up out of suspended animation with no memories, been fed a crock of lies by some guy, and then he's left her with all this debt in the world, and she's just, like, can't trust anybody, everybody's out to get you. Uh, mess Mess with people before they can mess with you, and you sort of start to see that crack as, like, you begin to see her go, no, these people have had my back, and then she starts to figure out who she is from things that are happening. Or, And then you have the same sort of thing happening where you're like, oh, Jet's entire stuff is like, oh, so wh- why is he here? He doesn't seem like he fits with being uh, mm. like a mercenary bounty hunter. And you're like, oh, he just couldn't trust the police anymore because X, Y, and Z happened and here's him dealing with all of the stuff from back in the day that keeps coming up and the character development is caused by effectively 
the shadows of people's past that they don't, in a lot of cases, don't want to acknowledge, keeps coming back and becoming a problem stuck in front of them through, usually it's like either a job or one of the other characters, things will cause their problem. Mm-hmm. The, the, to, the one I to love resurface. is actually, yeah, the one I love is actually like a, a spike thing where he he always references himself as having already died. Mm. And you, you don't really get what that is until you get very near the end where it's like, oh, he should have died before, like, in that thing you see but at, at the beginning of the first episode and effectively is always replaying the events of what got him to that point in his head at all times because one of because because of his so anything anytime you're like it starts focusing on his uh fake eye you start to get to know that we're about to we're seeing some of his past recur because in his head he's always seeing what happened previously and eventually you end up with a crescendo where the entire point is him having to finally face up to who he, who he was before and fix the problems that he left in place because he couldn't deal with Vicious before. Hmm. And I'm, I'm probably going to go nine on character on the the character development section just because I don't think you're meant to like a lot of these characters at the beginning and then as you start to see why they're like what's happened to them to make them so jaded and mercenary towards the world and see them pass through it because of the external forces that are being put against them. It's I just, can see that. It's very good. I, I enjoy it. I ran out of steam there. Sorry. Oh, it's, uh, so you're going with a nine. Yeah, I'm going with a nine. I'm going to match, match Roar on that one. And Bal, um, you had only watched the first five episodes at that point, so I don't didn't see a rating from you before. Mm, no, I, did, I didn't rate it before because of, like Roar said, that if I was to rate it based on the episodes I've seen and it's a 26 episode arc and I've seen a third of it because I've completed episode 7 so I've got up to episode 8 in that first 7 episodes you don't really get any character development Mm. you get um, effectively introduction and an episodic nature of the stories for the most part in that first you've only had Sorry, you've only had like the first story episode as well. Yeah, yeah. So you don't really see any character development. So I, the problem I've got is that I'm starting from a place where I despise the characters, which makes me not want to carry on watching it. But carrying on watching it might make me like the characters a little bit more. Um, the development side up till I think if it's taking seven episodes and you're not really seeing any development, I think that is an issue. If I'm honest, I think that. And I think that kind of goes in with the what Raw was saying with regards to the storyline. It needed actually a little bit, a little bit more of interlinking of the stories, so that you can understand it a little bit more, especially to begin with. Um, 
And I think a lot of people that have given it a chance will probably like it for having done so. Um, I've There have been too many things that have turned me off of it to make me want to go back to it. I went back to it today and I actually switched off again because I just could not get to the point where I was enjoying watching it and I was enjoying watching the characters. If anything, I was kind of hoping that something something unfortunate happens to them. And most of them and, have already had their unfortunate thing happen. <laughs> yeah, the problem is again though is that you've got seven episodes and they're all acting like absolute assholes for the most part. Sorry for my language if anyone's under eighteen. <laughs> um, they're all acting like like the worst of the worst, but you haven't really got any reason for them to be acting that way at, at the point that I've seen. You're you're just seeing them acting obnoxious, acting unpleasant for no reason at, up until this point um and uh, it's just kind of it was wearing me down it was we really wearing me down um again i've only seen eight episodes so i'm not going to be overly harsh on it um i'll go for a five just um just because i could see that there might be potential for a for a resurgence for a kind of okay for the bad guy to turn good, but yeah, that would be it, really. So I, uh, last episode, Miku kind of uh, pointed me in a direction where I I kind of knew, but I hadn't been able to put my own finger on it, uh, why I liked the character development so much, because I think throughout the actual 26 episodes, you don't see as much development but I, but the reason I always kind of thought there was is because he's right. We had seen the things in their past and you could see the development from there to where the show took place and mm. then a little additional development during the show. So I think that there was a great deal of character development, but a lot of it came from things that we weren't privy to in the past or that we only got glimpses of from their past. So, uh, I did rate it a four. I'm going to a nine. And, um, let's see. So we did a, uh, 10 scale overall enjoyment. Um, and, uh, roar, uh, you started it with a seven. You still there? Hmm. Yep. Oh, with a seven for overall, overall enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought that was the one we had a ten scale on already. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm I'm probably going to rate it an eight, and that's because I think it does build over time. As you said, the character development is retrospective, um, so you do see a little bit more about where they came from, and I do like that. It's a different take on what, like, it hasn't been done as much. Um, in other animes, um, so it's really good, and I like that. Um, from the content piece, I like it because it's a slow build. Like, I'm a One Piece fan, so we like slow builds. If you don't like a slow build, then it's not the type of anime for you. Um, the only other sci-fi animes I've really had exposure to um, was Bodicious Space Pirates. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that, but the name probably explains what kind of anime it is. I, um, I love sci-fi. <laughs> um, and I like the whole bounty hunter thing. And so I'm going to rate it probably an eight 
I would like to rate it a nine, but I just can't just because there's so many, so many other good anime. But it's probably between, for me, between an eight and a nine. So like you probably could push it at a nine, but I'm going to give it an eight. I, I loved it and I'm still watching it and I would recommend anybody to go and watch it. However, I recommend that you watch it in English. And if you watch, if you're going to, can only watch it in Japanese, then I wouldn't recommend to watch it. And I rated it a nine uh, to begin with. Uh, this is, um, if not the, at least one of my very favorite anime ever. And, uh, so I don't see any need to change that. Um, and from personal perspective, I would actually recommend that everybody watch anime in your native language anyway, unless you know Japanese. Uh, I, some, I, I understand the, the issues between subtitle and redubs, but, uh, it becomes distracting for me, especially when, even if the, even if the translation is more true in the subtitle, if the coloration is off to the background and I'm struggling to, to actually do the reading, not because I can't read, but because it, the letters are blending into part of the background, uh, it's just too much of a hassle. But, uh, and I, I will also say there's some great, uh, Japanese voice actors out there, uh, that, so I don't necessarily say that you shouldn't go back and listen to it again, but, um, anyway, that's my perspective. Uh, definitely a nine. How about you, Bal? You initially rated a four. I, um, again, I'm not going to change my rating for it. It's. I always think that if you've got, if you can get seven or eight episodes in and you haven't got to a point where you're starting to enjoy watching it, then you're probably not going to get to a point where you're going to enjoy watching it. So I've got to that point where I don't really, I wouldn't recommend it to other people. Um, it's definitely not something that I would tag my seal of approval on. Um, I, I always need at least one character that I actually like and that I'm rooting for. Um, and a lot of what you have said effectively is saying that from everything you've said, I would be really, really interested in watching a prequel to fight, to actually watch what caused them to be jaded rather than watching them being jaded. Um, I want to see what gets them to this point. At this point, I don't really like them. So maybe if they were likable before that, that would be a series I could get behind. Um, but yeah, it, I've got to that point where I'm not going to go back to it. I Opposite to yourself, Wind, I would normally suggest watching it in Japanese with subtitles. Um, I can understand the reason why you wouldn't, um, but I'd, I'd, I'd usually prefer it. But in this instance, if you were going to watch it, I would really suggest watching no, it. No, I, I get that I'm in the minority, not just in, in our group, but probably worldwide. Yeah, so so that's normally, but for this, if I was, if someone did ask me, in honesty, I didn't think the Japanese voice acting was particularly great either. Um, so if I was going to suggest watching this, I couldn't find it in English, which is why I had to watch it in Japanese. Um, but if I was going to suggest it, I'd maybe say give it a chance in English rather than bothering with the Japanese for it. Because I, again, I am in the minority in this show, but in this show, it starts off jaded and I was just getting jaded watching it. And that for me is not, I like things with a bit more positivity about them and this just didn't have it. All right. Um... I'll hook you up with it, Bell. I'll hook you up with the English version. Don't, don't bother. 
I've I've <laughs> I've actually sewn my sewn my mask to the pole now. It's as far as I'm concerned, this is a show I'm never going to go back to. All right, and Miku, you rated it a nine. Uh, I don't see a reason to change my rating. It's one of those. It's a classic for a reason. The everything we've said about it so far has been glowing enough. It's one of those ones that is usually a show that you put as like quite high on the list of. Hey, if somebody wants to watch an anime, you were always like, "Yeah, try this," and it normally hooked people. Yeah, definitely. Having, you know... having tried to get people into multiple clubs, that was one of the. That you run some cowboy bebop to get them in, and then you sort of start showing the weirder stuff. <laughs> you know so what? What actually witch, turned man. me against it? <laughs> the names turned me against it. Like cowboy bebop, I was like, uh, "Doesn't really." That's why I've never watched it beforehand. Yeah, it, it's it's also interesting that the discussion of the, the dub thing is because there's a reason this was popular in America and Europe before it was popular in Japan. Yeah. It had to, it basically had to get really popular in the sort of countries where the music style it was using was more uh, normal yeah. or like more well known and sort of the sort of trappings of the kind of show it is were more common before it went back across and became popular in Japan as well. Okay, so... Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I changed my rating on it. Sorry to make the point. I think it's still no, me. So, um, the new ratings, um, artwork got an average between the four of us of 7.25. Music got an average of 7.75. Animation quality also got a 7.25. And then we go to storyline that got an average of a 7 and character development, which got an average of eight. So uh, the overall average for all of that was 7.45. And if you take our overall enjoyment, it's a 7.5. So our our technical breakdown actually came really, really close to our overall enjoyment of it. That's cool. So, yeah. Um, interesting. So... Um, that's pretty much all I've got, unless you guys have any closing comments. There's a question I would like to ask. Okay. Well, throughout all of this, I still don't actually know how this ends. Uh, <laughs> roar, cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we... <laughs> uh, Go on, uh, drop it. So, the Vicious takes over the Syndicate of the criminal syndicate that Spike used to be part of and to stop him as a favor to people he knew from the syndicate who are ta- who have been killed to get vengeance Spike storms the building eventually kills Vicious and dies himself in the process of killing Vicious okay after Faye has already left to go and try and work out who she is Edward has been reunited with his act- with her actual father. Uh, Jet, is, as far as I can remember, I think Jet is like actually going back to the police in some ways. 
either that or he's left on his own. I can't quite remember exactly how his story ends at that point. <laughs> and you sort of you sort of close on Spike turning to the camera, shooting a finger gun at the camera and collapsing dead as people sort of storm into the room with machine guns. Okay, okay. So it sounds a little bit like a Hamlet kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, effectively, he he dies to get rid of his dark shadow in Vicious, the man who yeah. took. The yeah. woman he loved from him, I even, and his eye, and yeah, I even kind of got the idea that uh, it was uh, the whole Harry Potter thing. One couldn't exist without the other, and uh, yeah. so yeah, I think it's just more the you can't expect to survive if you storm the the, the mafia building <laughs> well, and too. make it up fourteen <laughs> floors to kill the the boss. I just don't think you survive that sort of thing. <laughs> You've not watched enough fantasy. <laughs> yeah, but the issue is like this is a sci-fi, so it has to be more realistic than fantasy. Weirdly enough, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's a little bit of an odd one. I mean, I, I I genuinely believe that I've got a little bit of sci-fi fatigue, um, so so that doesn't help with a show like this. But, but that's yeah. true because you do hate the Mandalorian, so. Yeah, but, yeah I, I'm just finding I... at the moment with sci-fi that. They're just repeating and rehashing old things. Um, I mean, when you talk about The Mandalorian, you can literally describe every single episode as Guy goes to planet, people don't like Guy. Guy goes and does errand for people on planet, people let Guy buy eggs. But that's that's it. <laughs> that's The Mandalorian. It's, 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 uh, it's World of Warcraft <laughs> fetch quests. Um... Yeah, it's basically side quests of any game that you play, and at the moment, that's what most sci-fi seems to be falling into the trope of. Um, so I'm just kind of I'm getting a little bit of sci-fi fatigue, and Cowboy Bebop definitely fell into the fatigue area for me. I wasn't seeing anything that I hadn't seen a thousand times before, um, albeit with just unlikable characters. So, so next week, what are we watching? So uh, we are- next month. Yeah, for February. Oh, well, Fortnite. <laughs> for, next month. For February, for what, what are we watching? Uh, RE0. Season so, 1. So we're doing the first three episodes of Season 1 before we come back and talk about it at minimum. Yep. Yeah, again, RE0 is just like the um, Cowboy Bebop. Three episodes is really not going to do it justice. You probably need to watch at least seven um, but if you watch three, feel free to join. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Anybody else? All right. I'm, I'm going to be watching the new series of it as well because there are by by next month there'll be at least three episodes of the new series, possibly more. I'll be watching the new mm-hmm. series too. Okay. So. Yeah, and if you only watch a, it's on yeah. putting stuff on the anime thing to talk about it. We might voice chat at some point. Yep. Yeah. Just randomly keep keep season episodes. two out of it though for the chat if we can. No spoilers for season two, but season one will be free for all. So if you've only watched three episodes, just be aware that now it's a spoiler episode, so you will get spoilers. Yep, absolutely. So, all right, guys, thanks for taking the time to do this, and um, we will chat with you uh, probably later on this week and um, get together for what we're planning for next month. So that's it for me. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening.